Yeah. <laughs> All right, and we are recording. All right. Good? Yeah. All right. Welcome to the first episode of the Podcast Set Stories Edition. Thanks, guys, for being here. It's a podcast well, where you. filmmakers get to talk about crazy set stories and the crazy things we get into or see on set and sometimes offset, you know, pre-production, post-production. It's all part of film. Mm-hmm. And every story we tell is true and personal. And at the end of every episode, we talk about how we can learn from the experience and to teach other crew members how to avoid these horrific yet sometimes funny incidents. So we want to end on a good, good and positive note. Oh. And we are telling these stories while we are high. Yes, it's called podcast for a reason, right, oh, guys? Yeah. <laughs> so we have Mary Jane with us. She's nice, you know, keeping us on cloud nine, so to speak. Uh, let's not waste any time because we all know how important that is to a freelancer, right? Oh, so yeah, definitely. Let's introduce ourselves. And ladies first. Oh, all right, John. Hey. <laughs> Hi. Yeah, so my name is John. Uh, I'm a sound mixer for about, uh, I would say, 15 years. Got started in the music industry. That died. Uh, <laughs> moved on to post-production. Got crappy audio from set, so eventually went out and bought my own equipment. And, you know, after that, got call after call and worked on shit shows ever since. Nice. Yeah. And we're, we're recording in your studio, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. John Scott Productions, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. John Scott Productions. Yeah. <laughs> Charles. You're Charles? next. You're up, bro. Who's Charles? <laughs> Ch- Charlie. 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 <laughs> um, yes, my my name is Charles Charles Cartwright. My name is Charles Cartwright, and I am a uh, freelance uh, cinematographer um, and producer, uh, very small producer and a director, uh, mainly for um, the show Set Stories, um, which was the original idea until. We got an intelligent person um, on a podcast, but um, I started off um, shooting uh, very, very low budget uh, short films as a cinematographer um, in 2011 while I was attending uh, Scottsdale Community College in uh, Arizona. And um, while I was working there, I also worked for a a production company called Hot Seat Media. I definitely Mm -hmm. uh, learned a lot working there. We uh, operated out of a extremely small uh, studio building, um, probably the size of the sound studio that we're recording in now. Wow! Literally in the middle of the desert. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. So that's where I learned how to shoot and edit in the middle of the desert. Hurry. Nice. Nice. Yeah. And uh, yeah, moved out here uh, to wonderful Los Angeles uh, with hopes and dream of working in the film industry and. Learned a lot about it. Um, Love it as much as I hate it. Um, But above (laughs) all, met incredible people. Had a lot of uh, very, very interesting experiences. Um, Yeah, and uh, somehow uh, in the midst of it all, found myself, um, which is what Set Stories is about. Nice. That was great. Well, my name is Hootie McGarian. Uh, Born and raised in L.A., Always lived my life here. I can't imagine living anywhere else, but I mm-hmm. do want to travel, which is pr- one good thing about filmmaking. If you ever make it in this industry, you will get to travel yeah. and see the world. Um, I Film kind of came to me. Uh, I've been on set since I was 12 years old. I'm 28 now, so I know how to run a set. I've uh, been involved in it for decades, feels like. Mm-hmm. Still haven't made it, but, you know, you never give up, you know. Uh, living in the city of angels, I love it. Uh 
yeah, I mean, what I do in the industry is I kind of fell into sound. I do have a sound degree, bachelor's degree, which doesn't really mean anything, but it's all good. I mean, oh, thank the, you. through <laughs> you, come on, you know, this is fucking set stories. Yeah. We fucking tell the truth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cussing is required. Oh, um, yeah, definitely. This is like the true. Uh, what do they call like unbleeped raw unbleeped. Yeah, version sure. of the stuff that we go through? Yeah. But you know, I I love it. It's it's a struggle getting in, into this industry and yeah, like <laughs> the idea of success. Like to me, is just telling great stories. I don't want you know to get paid millions of dollars. Like that would be great. But I just want to work with talented, passionate people just as much as just as much as I do. So yeah. as I am. So yeah, I mean. That's what I do. And I also, I also do producing. I also, I'm a screenwriter first and foremost. I love writing. Uh, I do first AD. I do, you know, you, you have to be like a J- Joan of all trades, you know. Joan yeah. of all trades. A Joan, Joan of all yeah, trades. Yeah. Mark that down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, you got, yeah. guys, you're going to get some quotes from these stories and podcasts that are like priceless. Uh, screenwriter, oh, yeah. hello. Yeah. Exactly. Hey. Don't steal my shit. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, so for the first episode, which is today, we're going to start off with a random story that we all chose to tell but for future episodes we will talk about a specific topic and invite guests to come on the show from all sorts of different departments like makeup scripty producers line producers gaffers even actors so that'll be fun um, but before we start i want to know what kind of weed we were smoking earlier ooh, Charles. Yeah. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> That's what it sounded like. <laughs> yeah, that's how it sounded like now. <laughs> that was a little sound bite. The weed we were smoking was from Project Cannabis, possibly one of the best dispensaries I've ever been to out of the mm-hmm. thousands I've been to. Uh, the weed was called Green Crack. Hooray! It's an old classic of uh, weed to me, in my opinion, because I kind of grew up on like three strains of marijuana that we used to illegally buy. Um, but now um, you can buy this stuff legally at extremely uh, good price. You know, yeah, California. Yeah, California. <laughs> Green Crack Project Cannabis. They got incredible deals. Um, they got don't tell. I did not tell you guys. I went in there and they told us not to tell you guys. But I'm gonna tell you anyways. Hundred dollar ounces, y'all. That's right. A hundred dollar ounces in Arizona, mm. where I'm from. That's three hundred dollars. They are Ooh. saving you two hundred dollars, people. Damn. Damn. Um, Green Crack. Smoke it. Nice. All right, so who who wants to start with a bang? I got I got a crazy story that happened to me earlier this year with the first AD that was a bitch to me. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I don't know. I, I, you do know. What what do you guys, do you guys want to start first? You know Charles, what? Charles, it's your right, show. So it's here's your the show. thing. So here's the thing. It's not my show. It's our show. Oh, Here, okay. Here's yeah. the thing. Yeah, I, totally. I I took a public speaking class. Sorry, I took a public speaking class, and this was right. I was always I always had to be the first motherfucker to. You speak. were forced to take yeah. it. Forced, and like it was so weird because like at thirty people, who wants to do this? All adults, and I'm like, dang it. And this has been like how it is for when I was a child. Yeah. Like I was always had to be the first one. Yeah. Like when I had to play Martin Luther King in a in a school play because I was the only black kid in the in the class. Um, but yeah, anyways, um, of course. <laughs> if you don't want to go, yeah. we can, one of us could go. No, it doesn't matter, dude. What are you, nuts? I yeah. spent like, 10 Am minutes writing this story. All right, do it then. Say it. <laughs> we want to hear the crazy things? fucked up <laughs> things that we live go through. Big. Uh, live and big. Live and big. Um, so one of the things um, that I learned on set, mm. the biggest thing, um, is to treat your crew with respect. Yes. Right? 100%. 100%. You know, and like I work on some of these things, um, and I just get taken advantage of, and we all do. You know, um, I, I, 
we allowed to say lifetime? No, movies, short movies, uh, short movies, yeah, short, sh- uh, low budget movies. They obviously sometimes they can be good, sometimes they can be bad. It depends on how they're ran. But the above the line crew people are the ones who are really setting the tone. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, we're on a shoot. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're already on a shoot. Um, we were short staffed, of course. Um, since I I'm a cinematographer, I work in the line department as well. Desperate for money, I took this gig. Um, it was an eleven day feature. Anywho, we were short crewed and we had to shoot multiple locations. The uh, cinematographer and the gaffer weren't the best to to us. Um, they kind of treated us as the low end people, and they yeah, got the like low always. end results. Hmm. Uh, we were great guys. We were a great great crew, really. Um, but whenever you're getting rushed mm. inside of a large building, oh yeah, um, where you have to puke the truck, like we had a huge lighting setup, you know, um, on the third story, you know, of a very old, um, it was, I believe it was a factory that they turned into a studio. Was this they in do LA? That. It's in LA. Okay. Yeah. So in LA, people, um, yes, oh, we shoot mm. in studios. They're not really made to be studios. They're basically sometimes their buildings turned into studios, and when yeah. they actually yeah. make yeah. studios. They make studios so that power can be ran and all. It's they set it up to where crews can come in there and fuck shit up and bring in their big equipment and have the right power. Yeah. yeah. But here's the results of not having that. We had to haul about a three ton package. So three ton package between four crew lighting crew members, um, and this big lighting setup in this big room because it was a big old art gallery. People were showing off. That was the whole scene. People were showing off art gallery. So we had to do this big movement. Mm. And all this crap. Basically, they always bought off too much. They always buy it more than they can chew. They always say, we're going to have this big setup with these little amount of people, and we're going to set a time. Mm-hmm. We're going to make sure that we get done on time. Um, <laughs> and it's like, yeah. <laughs> you know, the last to, words. The last <laughs> words. Yeah. People, listen, um, for those who don't work in the industry and people who do, like, remind yourself this. You're never going to get the... You're never going to get all three things in one movie. You're never going to get time, quality, and money, people. Yes. Mm-hmm. Come on. You got to make a sacrifice in yep. something. Um, so, so usually it's time, whatever, but then again, you have to work fast. That's how you get a good crew. You get good, uh, above the line crew to, to direct those people below the line so that they can work well. It all starts with great atmosphere and that comes from the higher ends. Anyways, these people were rushing us and all that. We had to use an old school elevator, another educational fact, freight elevators. Some freight elevators are so old that they have to be used by water. What? They're water freight elevators. Don't ask me how the science works. <laughs> but oh, basically, you have a freight elevator. Basically, it goes up and down, a big-ass elevator. And usually, there's a person operating it. And a good one, you press a button, it goes up electronically. But back in the day, they had uh, water freight elevators. And so water, I don't know how it worked. The production the site manager, manager kind of explained it. But I guess the water, and people should challenge this. If you're listening to this, challenge this. Go on Twitter, whatever, be like, that's not a water freight elevator. Do it now. I don't care. Just hashtag set stories pod- podcast or set story show. But uh, water freight elevator basically like uses some of the water to give it lift and then it subtracts water to make it come down. But you lose water in that. So you have X amount of trips based on the weight you're putting and oh, the freight elevator. Oh, we were carrying and this is like everyone production, lighting, uh, sound. Everybody had mm. to haul their gear. So that's weight. So we have to like calculate how much shit before it runs out. Yeah. Okay. Well, see, <laughs> calculations and scientific are not for filmmakers. That's why we make movies. Right. And like, we just, <laughs> yeah. We'll figure it out on set. Yeah. We, we'll just yeah. hire the people that know all that. Yeah. We'll just yeah. lie about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but anyways, we had to load this freight elevator with all this gear, and it was rushing. So we're loading gear, lighting, all the time. Uh, the gaffer, kind of stressing us. The DP was kind of one of those. 
you know, I'd only talk to the lower end people if I really need to do it. Oh, God. I have to oh wow. Yeah. Oh, it was kind of one of those, oh, you, you know. my crew and not you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah. Y'all, and that's anyone, like, come on, treat people with respect. We're all on the same page. Everyone's equal. So, anywho, she didn't only yelled at us, but we're literally half a foot away on our last load with our heaviest bloody cart. What happens? The freight elevator runs out of the bloody water. Oh, shit. Oh, Wait, oh, you guys are inside. We were inside. Oh. Yeah. See, that's like my fear, being stuck in an elevator. And it's very, yeah. Mm. With fucking film crew. Right, with film, film equipment. Cr- <laughs> film equipment and smelly film crew. Yeah. Mm. Like the two worst things. Mm. So, oh, yeah, so we had to release the contents of that thing because we're like, we actually dabbled the idea of lifting it. We're like, we should lift this couple hundred pound cart and oh, all this other my shit. Oh, God. And all the while, people uh, yelling, blah, blah, blah. It was a chaos. Mm. You know, a jungle, like we all know. Um, and um, so, yeah, we emptied out the contents and go out there, blah, blah, blah. Filled the cart back up with the contents, right? And so, we're like, all right, cool. So, that's great. And then uh, we continue to light and do all, you know, continue to light and all that. And then one of my, I was uh, grip on this one, you know, grip handling the, the control of the light. You know, and camera support. So we had a dolly to build, and we had to create. We had to build these bigger bounces. You know, um, so we had a big bounce we were building, and then the DP kind of comes over to us and says, "You know, uh, can you guys get this bounce over there? You know, to the other side of the room." We were instructed to put it on one side of the room. She told us to put it on the other side. Um, mind you, people, we we really do maintain our professionalism on set. We try our best, especially and. Intense moments. That's when we really get tested. Um, see, I told you, set stories podcast and set stories in general <laughs> is about finding yourself. This is how you find yourself, people. Yes. By dealing in with these problems. Yeah. The DP comes up to us with high tensions and all that, and tells us, "Put it on the side of the room." Um, as I was explaining, we're still building it. Um, the cinematographer is then going to say, "Chop, chop," and walk away. And um, that was uh, kind of a moment of, it was kind of like a freeze phrase moment where it's like, did that really happen? Like he literally happen. said chop, chop, chop and chop, walked away. And then walk, just chop, chop and walked away. And even worse, they mm. said it underneath their breath. So it's like, oh. like at least be in our face, like hurry the fuck up. But yeah. no, they're like, yeah. Yeah. just like, hmm, I'm like, look away. Yeah, like a slight mm. turn. <laughs> slight turn. Yeah. Get you away. I was like, nigga, please. Oh my chop, God. Chop. Yeah. Anyways, uh, this is, and this is literally like, the lower, this is like a zero, like a point two of the extreme of being disrespected on set. Mm. Um, but um, that was kind of how the shoot was. And, you know, we, uh, I remember my, I was key grip, I was in charge of the grip department, and my best boy grip, um, he was, we were really tight, and we kind of just had each other that whole time because it's like, yo, we're the only people who can communicate and like be on the same page. Like, yeah, communicate. That's another freaking good important word in this film. In mm. every freaking industry, but you oh, know. Oh yeah, definitely. Jesus Christ. Right? Versus not my department. Sound communication? What's that? Yeah. Sound has nothing to do with communication. <laughs> yeah. Especially with the They ear. just boom. They just boom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, explosion. <No>. Explosion. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, are... this was an eleven day shoot. It was eleven days. So, so we, was you like had that. ten more days to go of this bullshit. Uh it was I think that was like bid. And I was like in the middle. But so that was like day one. Um, it was, I think that was like day four-ish. Oh, okay. It was in the beginning a little, ah. you know. And, you know, the more I think about this, I'm like, you know, like, what did, I always think, what did I do in this situation? I could have made it better. And it's like, I shouldn't have took the job. But <laughs> no, yeah. um, no, it's, it, it really is maintaining your composure and anything. Because when you think about it, people, you only have to be with these people for X amount of days. Leave a good impression. Some of the best jobs I got were from people who I didn't, 
leave a bad impression on. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, um, like you're gonna like this is like a first test or whatever. But like, there's tons of stories just about about that. Like, yo, because I didn't lose my cool, I got this gig, and we're like best friends. Mm. Communication. Yeah, and it's said. also like good vibes. Like, you know, when you walk in the room, like. If the if I see like the the DP like not smile at all or, like say hi to anybody I'm like fuck I don't want to mm-hmm. work with this guy oh yeah because it, and it, especially being sound on set I have to communicate with the DP yeah or you know else, you like, have to work you know, side I, by side yeah, unfortunately they really hate us but you know when it comes to it it's just like you know you guys got to figure out lighting you guys got to figure boom out line, yeah the boom line w- yeah when shadows are number one thing yeah and like even I've been on sets too where it's like you know. Uh, I was trying to boom and it's a tight room and the lighting is tight and everything and eventually there's nothing but shadow, shadow, shadow and the DP shadows. just turns yeah, shadows yeah. and the DP turns to me and goes you can lob from outside what? and I was like are you kidding? and he goes there's nowhere for you to boom in here wait, and then I lob tur- from outside that doesn't make any sense A well it turned into a lob story so like he didn't a love lo- story lob story <laughs> he, he didn't want to have boom in there and he said like there's nowhere for you to boom Okay, first and, of all, that's not his call. Oh, yeah, it wasn't his call until he turned to the director, who him and the director are tight, oh, and he God. looks at me. Oh, the director looks at me and he goes, go outside. Get the f- get the fuck out of here, dude. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, all right, love story it is. Hit the record button, went outside, started texting, seeing what's on Instagram. <laughs> Watched a movie. Facebook, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you know, you know, I tried my best to fight for yeah. my department, and yeah. I tried it. And, yeah. you know, once usually the director makes that call, it's like, well, yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's that's your funeral at that yeah. point. Yeah, yeah, basically. It's your movie. It's going to be shit now. Yeah, I'm like, good luck with the ADR session. Yeah. Yeah, that's where you make extra money because you're going to fix it in mixing. Oh, yeah. I let them know that at the end of the <laughs> shoot. If, if they yeah. can afford it, which usually they can. Yeah, it's always like, hey, this is what we uh, got left over from budget. And yeah. it's like, uh, that's a day rate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why couldn't you pay me that when we were, when I was working 12 hours Exactly. For you? <laughs> like, yeah. Seriously. That'll get you a noise reduction over <laughs> yeah. one track. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll compress everything for it and you can figure it out with the editor. Totally, 100%. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nerd jokes, they will come nerd jokes, yes. If you're a nerd, please submit your jokes so we can post them or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, so do you, so that, that kind of blends into my story. Because yeah. he, Jonathan is such a good storyteller. He has, <laughs> he's been on probably more sets than I have for sure, even though I have like 12 years old, but I don't have any sets when I was 12 years old. Everything didn't well, yeah, go like know, shitty you, when you, I was 12. But, um, yeah. But so I'm going to end the best for last. Mm-hmm. So I was working on a set. I was just boom up. This was a student film. Can I say this? I really want to say the school, but I don't want to. Um, John was, Jacob say, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just say the initials. <laughs> All right. Well, that would give it away because that's how they say it. But you guys know what yeah. I'm talking about. But oh, anyway. we'll, we'll just say it out of towny schools because you know okay. honestly, no one. Townies. Yeah, no one from like the states gotcha. ever go to those schools. No, like yeah. one out of like 50 kids. Anyway. Yeah, and then they learn it's a bunch of like scam. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've been there, done that, still in it. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. like Charles, I was sort of desperate in a time of money. <laughs> Not to say that I'm. Never always. Uh, I, I think we all hit that. Low <laughs> we at all one hit point. that moment. We're like, yeah. all right, a hundred dollars a day just to boom off, whatever. It was a two day shoot. Right. So I took the I took the gig. It was a producer friend of mine who got me it. Anyway, I show up on set. Uh, I check the equipment before because the the sound mixer, the the real boss of sound, doesn't didn't know what the fuck she was doing. So gotcha. I kind of had to take over, but she was mixing. She didn't even do a good job. Anyway, it's not my fault. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I checked the equipment the day before we shot. Everything was fine, great. We pack, show up day one, wasn't working. 
nothing was working. Oh, wow. Uh, turned it on. Usually I like don't have the he- headphones plugged in. I'm like, you right. know, oh shit, why isn't it working? But I had everything plugged in. Everything was great. It was on an R44 recorder. Uh, the lavaliers that they have is Sennheiser, which praise to them. They're amazing, but the students don't take care of them. So all the antennas are bent and everything. So gotcha. I usually don't like to use the lavaliers because... They suck, and I don't have, um, like, moleskin or anything to help with the clothing noise. And I'm like, gotcha. we're indoors. Boom is number one that we're going to use. Anyway, so I, but the first AD, who was an asshole, uh, she's a bitch. I'm not going to say any names, but she's a bitch. Um, she wasn't doing her job at all properly. So she, so, okay, long story short, she thought I was faking it. She thought that I was pretending that I didn't know that it was working. And I'm like, mm. why? Why the fuck would I do that, man? Mm. Like, anyway, it's not even my responsibility. It was the mixer's responsibility. I'm just right, boom-hopping. Right. You know, boom like, literally. But, you know, we're all equals. We're all there to help each other out. Right. I took, I, I went with the producer back to the school to get the new R44 because we couldn't, we couldn't do anything. It wasn't working. Right. Don't know why. To this day, I don't know why. Um, so I went, got a new one. It was working fine. So we started a couple hours late. Wasn't my fault. I could tell she was pissed with me already. But it was sort of like that, like, you know what girls do? Like that whole, like, just like looking, like not saying hi, like kind of like mm. that, like high school, like un- she was being so immature about it. Mm. And we went to do the first scene, extended my boom pole. We were, sh- we were shooting in a studio. So it was like a set. So it was like, a, it wasn't outdoors or anything. I didn't right. need to do anything, whatever. It was two characters. I was whatever. We, we did the rehearsal. If we had one, it was yeah. a shitty fucking show. Mm. Um, whatever. And she, she came up to me and she said, can you please extend your boom pole? And I was like, oh, hell no. Mm. That From that moment, my heart dropped. I'm like, this is going to be shitty. Why is the first AD telling me how to do my job? Yeah, exactly. Don't ever do that. Like, and she nah, wasn't even yeah. on like a com tech. We didn't. It was a student film. We don't. We don't have. We literally mm. just have like two mics right, and right, like right. two lavaliers and arm. That's it. And so you know, like she, the fact that she just told me what to do when they don't even know how to do sound just pissed me off. Oh yeah. But I didn't say anything. You know, we were already behind schedule. We, you know, I stayed quiet. I'm being a professional, and I was older than everybody else. Like I could tell. Like they were like. This was also like first time filmmakers. So I'm like, fuck me. I'm the only I'm literally the only one in the room who knows how to do everything. Right, right. And anyway, from that from that on, she she kind of like dissed me like she wasn't really like looking at me. And by the way, first 80s should be very approachable on set. Oh, they well, set they're the, the ones tone. running the set. They're the ones that are running the set. If you yeah. have a real big issue. Yeah. Of course, you go to the producer if they're on set. But if you have like a minuscule issue, you always go to them. Right. Mm. So I didn't. I didn't feel like it. I was like, she's mad at me. I don't know why. And I'm a very sensitive person. Mm. So I was like, what's going on? I, I just kept my mouth shut. I did my job, whatever. It's a two day shoot, whatever. By the end of day one, maybe it was because I wasn't drinking enough water, but I got a really, really, really bad headache and I felt really sick to my stomach. Probably didn't smoke enough weed. Probably. Yeah. You need your cream crack. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, it was a set. I couldn't. <laughs> it should be mandatory to smoke weed on set. 
especially for sound really sound people. Well, sound, it, come it, on, sound yeah. people. Like you guys it, know, it, it's that legal it's, now. I know. Yeah, you might but, just mix it in with cigarettes. But I wouldn't do it while I'm working on set. To be it honest, it should be an option. But for those who can contain on, themselves, on the call, but people exactly. know. People know. Like in in Chinese, like Chinese. Uh, I never worked with Chinese, mm. but I heard that they have uh, bowls of uh, cigarettes no sometimes way. on set. Yeah, what? so it'll be like on crafties, it'll be like food, and then there's some cigarettes. What even in LA? Um, I don't I don't know about in LA. My buddy worked on um, uh, Light Ninjas. Uh, great great guy. Mm. Um, he he uh, used to work with uh, Chinese, and uh, I believe he mentioned um, they smoke a lot of cigarettes. And they actually do. Yeah, like well, I mean, yeah. cigarettes. You know, cigarettes and is their fine, cigarettes. Are, but yeah, weed yeah. is like weed. Like you know, changes your personality. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's a but anyway, yeah. But well, yeah. the call sheet should be. We will have it. <laughs> call <but>. Yeah, <laughs> crafty and weed. Yeah. <laughs> um. But anyway, Mandatory. so I was doing my job, whatever, and like, so I got really sick. And I, um, it was literally like the last hour of the mm. shoot, and it was like the worst. Uh, they were shooting really badly for Boom. Yeah. Wide shots that didn't need to be wide. I was like, their coverage was like bullshit coverage. I was like, like they, for, it was a student story. film. Yeah, it's it's not the way you properly shoot a film. Like right. I get it. Like wide shots, great, do what you want, but you have to get coverage. Like you're 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 dealing with a student film. You you're not you don't have a two hundred million dollar budget that you can like do stuff like that anyway. So I had to extend my boom pole a lot, and it was heavier, mm. as you know, it's a lot heavier. And it was two actors and whatever. And I was feeling sick by that time, like I literally wanted to throw up. I I I don't know what happened. Drink lots of water, guys. And eighties, make sure that your crew is hydrated throughout first most epi- of the shoot. First episode of the Set Story Show is about water. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Check that out. Setstories.com. Stay hydrated. Um. So, but anyway, so. Afterwards, and we after that we needed to do like some like wild lines. So my my mixer could have taken care of that. It's really easy, freaking wild lines. You yeah, just pull the boom, yeah. whatever. So I was I went up to the. I really wasn't feeling well. I'm like I have to I have to go home. I'm gonna throw up in front of the actors on set, whatever. So I went up to the director. She was nice. I didn't go to the first AD, obvi for obvious reasons. I was like, mm. guys, I'm really not feeling well. Like we're almost we're literally almost done with the shoot. It wasn't like six more hours to go. Right. Uh, regardless, if you're not feeling well, you have to get out of there. You know. And so I did. I left. I, I literally threw up the second I got home. Oh. Luckily, oh, wow. it was like a 20-minute oh. ride. Mm. But I, I don't joke like that. I don't make excuses to leave set. I'm not that kind of person. Right. I work hard. I, I love filmmaking. It's my passion. I love it. I don't do shit like that. But I really wasn't feeling well. So I, I, came, I come back the next morning, day two, last day. I said hi to everybody. A few people said, are you feeling better? I'm like, yeah, yeah, thank you. I took Advil. I felt better. I, need, I just needed to get out of that room, that situation, whatever. I drink something. Drink a lot of water, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so a few people said, how are you feeling? I'm like, yeah, good. She walks by the first AD. Doesn't even fucking look at me. She, you could, I could tell she was pissed at mm. me. For what? I don't know. I do know, but it's not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and so, so day two, I keep my mouth shut. Everything's working. The equipment's fine. You know, we're, we're continuing to film. So I'm there for three hours. We haven't shot one single thing, which is usually not good. Mm-hmm. I when I'm first AD, I'm like at least two hours in, we we get started. Like before two hours, we like, rehearsal anything. We weren't doing anything. First AD's not around. She's not doing her fucking job. Mm-hmm. I was really pissed because I don't like to sit on set. I'd rather finish early. You know what I'm saying? 
and like get the shots that we need. Oh, yeah. uh, so it took her crew three hours to light something that was really simple. And I was literally just sitting there. As a boom up, I can't do anything until everything is set. Yeah. Everything. Lighting, wardrobe, makeup, everything. I can't do anything. So the fact that like she was pissed off at me and I, I, I kept my mouth shut. I, I think I told Jonathan this story before. Like I should have said something about it. Yeah. Now here comes what she did to me. Like the worst thing ever. Which I think back on. I'm like, damn, I should have been like the adult and like been... <laughs> Like, good about it, but, like, spoken up. Like, just, it's important to speak up with yeah. your, like, back fight up your, your fight for your yes, department. Y- y- you have um, to. In a very professional way. Like, don't start fucking yelling and cussing in front of everybody. That's not oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. But speak up, which I didn't. But lesson learned. Um, we were filming in a hospital scene in, like, this little room. The rehearsals weren't even up yet. Mm. And she was like, so because her crew took three and a half hours to freaking get the first shot in and she wasn't doing her job, hurrying everybody up like she should, um, she, we were behind schedule. And so after that, she started do this, do that, you know, and she started she started to go like like overdrive, which is not what you should do. You know, you should stay as first AD, always stay calm. Yeah. Like yeah. that's number one. Like it's OK if you're a director to be thing because you, you know, keep that on a leash like the first AD, talk to him, whatever. But like the first AD should never, ever be the one that's tripping out or act like you're not. Or tripping act, out. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Put Even a smile when on her face. But exactly. Sweat bullets. Exactly. But she wasn't doing that. <gasps> so she hurried everybody up and we were in this room and she told me as a boom op, do not leave this room. I need you to be ready, ready when the camera goes. And I'm like, are you fucking serious? Like she, I literally could not leave the room to go get crafty, to go to the bathroom. I had to ask permission to go to the bathroom, which I get, but bitch was like, I was like, I I was done with her by that, by that time. Uh, Wow. I'm even surprised you're saying you're, you had to ask for permission to use the restroom. Usually you just go up and be like, Hey, 10, one, 10, two. And then it's like, you know, they don't want you to take a dump or like, you know, piss yourself course, on yeah, set, you yeah. know, uh, you yeah. know, everyone's waiting around, you know, professionally trying to get this done. And right. it's like, you know, you have to go up and like, it's kindergarten and be like, Hey, can I go use the restroom? <laughs> I mean, just yeah. let a person know, but exactly. like asking permission, that's really, she literally said, I could not leave this room. I literally felt like a mother telling a child right. you're in trouble for, for what the fuck was I doing? I wasn't doing anything wrong. I was the one who was watching rehearsals. The sound mixer was fucking near crafty by the first AD, by the way. They were like best friends. Right, right, right. So like what the fuck? It just pissed me off. So anyway, I kept my mouth shut. Didn't really say anything. Was going to be professional about it. Went through the day. The, the shoot was over. The next morning, they have to return equipment back to the school, right? Mm. Usually, as a boom op, I don't go because, A, I don't go to the school or anything like that. So I'm like, and it sound is like one bag, literally yeah, yeah. one bag. I'm like, you don't fucking need me to be there, dude. I got an email from her. She emailed everybody. She didn't email me personally. And I was like, oh, fucking bitch. Like, I'm not, I'm not going all the way to Burbank to fucking mm. dump some equipment to check it in. That should be the like other like actual crew members like you know the yeah. sound mixer should be the actual crew member i'm a crew member too <laughs> yeah. um but i was the only one who was doing anything but anyway uh and so i told her i emailed her because she emailed again like minutes later saying because i guess no one responded well i wouldn't respond to that <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm not a student there you just asked me to come yeah, help totally. on your film totally and you treated me like shit on set so oh, fuck yeah. you. but and i was like oh i'm sorry I'm not, I'm not gonna be able to come i lied and said uh i'm gonna be busy you know, because I don't want to go. I don't, I'm not going to be like, no, I don't want to go. I get an email back from her uh-huh. 
saying uh i think i deleted it because it was like i was like i'm fucking over the shit she's like you don't need to come you were so unprofessional on set blah 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 to those she thought i was faking the uh sickness you know yeah. all that all that bullshit which i was not maybe it happened every day on set yeah <laughs> yeah but yeah no. like 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 yeah i didn't i didn't take the time to email her back because i was like you're being a child yeah and i don't know what to say in an email like i'd rather be your face to face like do like this is what you did yeah uh this is not how you should treat your crew if you did think that i was faking it come talk to me yeah don't just fucking give me the cold shoulder like i'm Buma. like you know, i'm part of your crew i make the sound happen the sound mixer wasn't doing shit she was like i think i know she was mixing too loud it was you know whatever yeah, yeah. um but anyway that's my lovely story and this happened You're i think lovely. a few months ago <laughs> lovely lovely yeah loveless lovely. oh god all these sound jokes i love it <laughs> um but yeah i mean so i guess a lesson is for like first ad's dude like if you think you have a problem with one of your crew members Talk to them, like take yeah. them to the side and be professional, be polite about it. Don't be all bitchy. Don't give the cold shoulder. Don't tell your boom ops or anybody to just sit in a room like that. <laughs> like yeah. that horrible. was like it legit got me. I was livid, but I kept my mouth shut. I was fucking livid. I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. These are a bunch of 20 year olds telling me what to do. And she wasn't even doing her job right, which pissed me off. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, treat your crew with like freaking respect, right? man. Like mm-hmm. that's the reason why I didn't approach her and tell her like, I'm feeling really sick. I don't feel it. I don't really feel it good. Whatever. Because she was unapproachable. Yeah. She freaking wouldn't even look me in the eye. I'm like, how, why would I even do that? Well, what's your point of being an AD at that point? Exa- so, like, exactly. You know, what is, that's your entire job. Whenever, yeah. whenever anybody, anyone in general starts dehumanizing other people, like mm-hmm. treating them less of a human, with them not feel human, you're not going to get positive feedback yeah. i mean that's just you know like um chop 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 yeah it's <laughs> like stop man yeah chop, chop. we don't we're not we're all equal people yeah. we're all human and this is a little secret about charles if you ever decide to hire me man <laughs> mm. treat me like a human i'll do anything for you you yeah. know you can yell at me all day as long as first time you see me in the morning after working you know 12, 13 hours or whatever getting like four hours of sleep is good morning how are you yeah exactly oh that's my god. it yes. it's that simple it's like oh my god you, yeah. you saw me as a human yeah. being and not as this device that just moves stuff yeah. when you tell me yeah, yeah. you know yeah. like i'll do yeah. anything you can yell at me for the rest of the day but at least i know hey you are as tired as i am but yet you still thought about treating me like a goddamn yeah. human. yeah when i'm whenever i'm first ad on a set and lucky because i love doing that job even though it's hard yeah, it's a yeah. hard job getting everyone to schedule and everything but i always like not just once not twice not three times i always throughout the day ask my crew members every single one of them how are you doing is there anything i could do for you yeah. even if they say no i'm good that makes a complete different because i care yeah. it shows that you care it shows that you're you know oh like you know i, I always get water for them that add the talent actors whatever like i asked them how, how like how's it going like you know whatever just like throughout the 12 hour shoot we have the best job in the planet yeah we get yeah. We're like kids we literally. Get, literally we get to play yeah. with these toys oh, yeah. 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 and get totally. paid to go to places and, and entertain food. people and yeah. make people happy right yeah. which is the whole point we're storytellers yeah. whether you're gaffing or freaking producing we're all storytellers so let's just treat us with some respect because this mm. is such a fucking hard industry yeah and we don't need bullshit people like that anyway yeah and which, she which literally is why, yeah, yeah i love hootie for that because like recently we did a short film back in what uh in the summer 
And yeah, it was remember, last year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember, like, it was very low budget, and they wanted so much out of it. And I was just like, you know, these low budget things, they can go south within the first yeah. hour. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, you know, after being, you know, even we didn't have, like, you know, usually most big sets you go, there's, like, five, six guys on lighting. You got two ACs and a DP and stuff. like. We only had, like, one DP, one AC every other day, a couple people for lighting, mm-hmm. you know, some PAs and stuff. But, you know... The respect that went in there and also uh, Hootie's AD work, like, kept that set glued together. Because, you know, I've been on sets and, you know, you were there with me too, Charles, on a couple sets where we're just like, <laughs> oh, my God. like Help me. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, you dreaded yeah. even showing up for the first day. Like, you yeah. know, you're yeah. just like, I know where this is going to yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, um, that's the thing is that, you know. You got to be respectful for every department. It's not like no department falls short. Like everyone is important. Wardrobe's yeah. important. Yeah. Makeup's important. It's Everybody. All, yeah. There's a quote actually on, uh, I wrote in a business plan for set stories when I decided to pitch to people. It's a quote by, quote, a plot. A quote, <laughs> quote by, quote. a quote by Plato. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, uh, we all have our natural uh, roles and function in order to maintain the stability and unity of our community as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I put that in, in the Seth Stories business business plan because I wanted to remind people who are investing in it, and people and myself as well, um, that this is moving parts. Making movies, there's so many moving parts. There's yeah. er, the screw of is just as important as the leg mm-hmm. to the bloody table. Mm-hmm. So yeah. every little part has its function. Otherwise, it won't work well. And you have to take care of those parts. You have to lube them every once in a while. You have to feed hey. your crew and take care of your crew. You <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and if you do that, you take care of your crew, you lube them up every once in a while, then they're going to function well and the machine right. is going to work well. And therefore, the results are going to be great. Yeah, the movie is going to be better for it, guys. Like, yeah. behind the scenes is everything. It's how we make a film. Like, to, to those of you, like, non-filmmakers who are listening to this, which I hope you are. It's pretty cool. You probably don't know what we're talking about when I say scripty and stuff like that, but it's all good. Google. Like, yeah, yeah. Google, Google it right now. Yeah, we'll, we'll give you five seconds. Be on so many sets, you'll start to figure it yeah, out. Yeah, totally. And you're like, you know, yeah, yeah. hey, why don't we have a scripty? Oh, yeah. no wonder this is going south. I know, that too, yeah. Well, like, so many things happen behind that camera of your favorite films. And, like, yeah. shout out to all the crew members, like, to, like, those big budget ones who are fucking working their asses off. I just hope that, like... The above the line crew and everybody else involved just show some respect. Yeah, anyway, because she really that in, that experience really hurt me. Like it really did. It like it kept it like traumatized me a bit not to do sound for like a few weeks. But you know, I I pull myself up from bootstraps and I do it again because it's my job and I love what to do. But um, yeah, sometimes, oh man, yeah, sometimes in life, in any career, but in oh, movies yeah. especially, yeah. like this business is kind of set up to bring you down. You know, because it's mm-hmm. like, hey, like you love it so much, you could have a bad experience. Um, I think we all could relate having a bad experience. I just may just want to quit. Even yeah. directors, um, and, uh, you know, kind of uh, directors. Like I was watching uh, Hollywood Reporter, listening to some directors, and I was it was actually very surprising to hear the number of directors that wanted to quit directing movies. And yeah. these are like big time, yeah, like big time yeah. movie directors. Wow. Movies we see, and like, but that's also mm-hmm. important to hire the right people. Yeah. Freaking mm-hmm. hire hire people that you trust and that can like bring out the best in you and challenge you in a good way. Anyway, let's yeah. go to the our wonderful Jonathan oh, Scat uh, story. About my set stories. <laughs> yeah. you know, here we go. But what was it? Um, you know, I would say probably the one I would say most memorable uh would probably be the one I actually met Charles on. 
Oh, well, yeah. there you go. Mm. Um, you know, I, I hate to say foreign productions, so we'll just say out of town. <laughs> Why? Produ- What's wrong with foreign I don't know. Foreign's a little bit of a harsh <laughs> thing. But yeah, yeah. yeah. International okay. uh, right. sh- film. International, shoots. thank you. Yeah. yeah. Writer. Yeah, there you go. That's why you know she's a writer in AD. She knows. Uh, I'm just the sound guy. I record I know whatever. The words but, to say. Yeah. Um, you know, these guys like I don't know what was up with them, but they just love shooting 18 hours every day. And That's I, like their minimum. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. So like you know, come day one, everyone's all meeting up. You know, we got the call sheets. That was fine, thank God. Was it a feature film? No, no, no. Okay. This was like. Um, God, how do you put it? It was sure. a it was a pilot. Yeah, it was for a, a, it was a startup company called. Oh. Uh, yeah, the uh, you don't want to you don't probably want to say it, but <laughs> it yeah. was called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it was a pilot, and I guess it was a proof of concept kind of thing that they're trying to pitch gotcha. to like you know an mm. investor and stuff like that. So you know we're we're basically you know come day one, everyone shows up the site. You know everyone's kind of like slow to kind of set up, and of course we're waiting for the equipment truck. And then, you know, I was upstairs because that's where we were shooting in this, like, little yoga studio. And all of a sudden, uh, just like, you know, we're all sitting there. And then you just hear a big bang and half the building shakes. What? And, yeah. Earthquake? And then, no, no, no. Well, you, we, that's when we first saw because you were on the- Charles we, is like, yeah, yeah. like, I remember flashbacks. Yeah. Oh, no. So we, we were just kind of like, holy crap, what was that? Shit. And then literally you look- Outside the balcony, down, <laughs> and the equipment truck is pinned oh, underneath the little uh, get clearance. The fuck out no. of here! So dude. all of a sudden, you see him reverse, and like half the the <laughs> half of the roof is caved in already. Oh my! And wait, wait, wait! Was the plaster and drywall fine? Huh? Was the equipment still in the truck? Oh yeah, it was still in the truck. <laughs> it was just that you know, I guess they just miscalculated oh <laughs> what you know. Uh, Who what was the location height? scout on this thing? <laughs> that that's a good question because you know that was always questionable. <laughs> No. Yeah, even later on, like, it started unraveling, like, Charles is, like, saying, like, you know, the line producer is calling me and be like, hey, it turns out we don't have this person. Do you know anybody? Oh, my God. And it's God. like, uh, we got to be on set in, like, two hours. And, Dude, yeah. that's crazy. So, you know, that was day one. And I remember, I'm like, well, there goes some of our insurance <laughs> oh money. I'm like, for the building and the vehicle itself. Because, wow. you know, they don't own that vehicle. It's being Charles rented. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Because he knows it so well. How long ago was this? Uh, th- this was probably like almost a year ago, huh? Oh, so not that, not not like five years. Yeah. Ago. I remember. Yeah. it was April because I got back from NAB. Yeah, it was like late April. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. And I remember so. too. Like I took the gig, low paid. Don't anyone like you know email me going like, hey, why'd you take that rate and stuff? You know, it's end of like you know Jan or you know beginning of January where it's all dead. There's nothing yeah. going on until summer comes around. Yeah. So basically, I took the gig and I was like, this is low pay. Oh, well, let's see. You know, at least it's six days back to back. And free food. And free food. <laughs> but yeah. we'll get to the food part, too, because oh, we'll, we'll figure that one out. Um, okay. So, yeah, that was it. And then like half the time when it came to shots, lighting took two, three hours for a simple room. I'm sorry. That wasn't you. That was like. Were you, were you key grip? Were the, you? Well, the worst part is everyone would run off and start, you know, conversation and, you know, their own language. First AD. Where's your first AD? There was no first AD. No. Yeah. How? What the? Yeah. What? So the line producer, time to time, had to jump in and be the AD. Oh, no. But even then, he was already swamped and, like, you know, I think he already knew where this set Dude. was headed. And uh, I remember they would make him light. And then all of a sudden, like, Charles come in, do the line for two, three hours. Then the DP would come and be like, okay, so let's change this up and that up. And I'm, like, used to most sets. I'm like, 
Usually the DP is like right next to lighting so he can see where what he wants. Yeah. A good DP a knows good... his lighting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Before he even sets up the light. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And then on top of it, too, then they would get talented and be like, okay, let's readjust. What? Yeah. That's not how it works. Oh, what I know. That's fuck? why I was just like sitting there going, oh, my God. And were, you, and... were you the only sound person there? Of course. It's always uh, a one-man yeah. band. Yeah. It, which, don't do that. Yeah. Producers, you know, honestly, like, if you could pull budget for a boom operator, do it. It's going to make your life yes. a whole lot easier. Yeah. You know, honestly, like... um. And, you know, honestly... And it's the norm. Like, it's the normal. Well, you know, you go back to the old style movies, there's four people for the audio department. There's no, like, one-man band. Yeah. And I'm like, I think they got used to this documentary crap where it's like, you know, you see a guy run through the, (laughs) you know, (laughs) battlefield with a boom and, like, a mixer and stuff. John, I'm sorry, you just touched on a really good point. Yeah, go ahead. People... Go back to how they were making movies, how they made the best movies hundreds exactly. of years ago. Go think of the best movies that you could think of back in the day. Go mm-hmm. back and understand how they did it, the people they hired, why they gave them the positions, the, what was really going on on set. Um, they've been doing it for hundreds of years, people. They've been hiring ADs to do a job for hundreds of years, scripties. These jobs came up. They they weren't just like whatever jobs. These, they literally yeah, worked they on purpose. movies. They had a purpose. Yeah, they yeah. were working on a movie, and there's books written about this. I've read a few. Uh, they working on movies. I'm like, you know what? Our movies are coming out a bit funky. We need someone to like really yeah. like be pay attention to like what the hell is in frame for every scene so we're not getting these weird continuity, which probably wasn't even the word back then, continuity errors. It was actually. They- I think it was like the the script script supervisor wasn't a name. I've seen like old time movies like Buster Keaton where it's like continuity girl. Yes, mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah you're so right. they, so they knew that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but just a f- reminder for people who think they can get away with the documentary style on a bloody feature film because they're because yeah. yeah. they're two totally different kind of movies. Do what they did a hundred years ago. Hire the people that did a hundred years ago for the movies that you like to watch, and they did it for a reason and understand it and do and repeat that process. You will get a better movie. Yeah. yeah. 100%. 100%. Yeah. And, you know, honestly, it's Charles's point, too. You pay for what you get. And, yeah. you know, honestly, like, do you think you're going to have a great movie if, you know, your camera is, like, you know, not top quality? And then plus, like, if you, you have a DP, but he doesn't have an AC or anybody to help pull focus. Like, yeah. that would be my biggest problem, I would say, on set is, like, uh, a DP trying to pull focus. That should not be his job. He should be, like focus on how the shot looks and stuff like that and your focus puller should be you know fo- focusing on if it's you know softer you know oh, yeah. he actually hit even his like marks. even like one job they're going through like ten thousand things in their mind exactly so imagine like i've been like i've been like i call mm. it acdc i've been a i've been a first <laughs> ad and a second ac at the same time it's not fun no it no. really isn't fun yeah it's really hard and like even just that one specific one job, job you have hard. to do is always stressful and yeah. it's like now if you're splitting yeah. everything off and like it's, you know the sound guy's helping do lighting at the same you're time you're not gonna he has be able to, to do the it. job that you want that you want that you're not gonna yeah. make your reputation is gonna go to shit because exactly. you're like i'm trying to do like fifty thousand yeah. things here you you sacrifice in one job yeah. if yeah. you're doing two jobs your energy and your fucking stuff goes it's distributed yeah so you're like i'm not putting my full potential into this one job because i'm distributing it so you're gonna have to do shitty in either both of them or shitty in one and prevail yeah. in the other yeah and exactly. that's a result and a result of having a bad reputation is that because that's happened to me yeah, oh, I, have no. a, I have a very bad set story on that. And it actually, like, <laughs> fucked me big time and caused oh, me no. to move out here. Gotcha. Oh, that's another yeah. podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah totally. That was, <laughs> that, oh, that's for God. next week. That's yeah, for next yeah. week. That yeah. was very dark. Yeah. 
But, you know, like like I was saying on that one production we were on, mm-hmm. already off the bat, no AD. Uh, we're already down for insurance for the first day. <laughs> yeah. God. Yeah. For, like, not only the rental truck, but for uh, the, you know, place we rented out. And then on top of it, too, you know, you still have a full crew. You got to feed them and things like that. And the one thing that fell short big time on this, and that's water. why I was talking. No, 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 no. We had plenty of water. We okay. had plenty of food. The only thing is they would order Panda Express every day for lunch. No, 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 yes. no, 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 no. They never every changed day? it every day. Yeah. That's like, that's just fucked up. Yeah. And then these productions ran almost 18 hours. Oh, So the worst God. part is. Not only did we get breakfast and lunch, but we also got dinner, too, because, like, these things run 8 a.m. to about midnight, and then we got to be back at 8 a.m. again to, or, you know, basically be up at 8 a.m. But a lot of times, like, we weren't even shooting for hours. Like, you know, what was it? We get there at 8, everyone's set up, everyone's ready to go, and then all of a sudden, like, talent and us are all just sitting with the wardrobe just hanging out and... All of a sudden, they're like, okay, we're ready for our first shot. And I look at the clock, and it's I'm like, like 12. it's noon. Yeah, it was okay, noon. No, that's yeah. not okay. Yeah. Oh, I remember no. they even had issues with the camera one day. And we got there at 8 a.m., and then as soon as they finally figured out what was wrong with it, instead of just, like, saying, hey, let's go to a rental house yeah. and just get it all cleared away. Like what I did. Yeah. It was, like, 3, 4 in the afternoon. And then, like, I was just, like, we lost, like, half the day. Just, Damn. you know. And it was just, like. Just call the rental house, tell them what the issues you're having with your camera, and get it replaced. Yeah. I'm like, and then they just wanted to sit there and like, oh, well, it doesn't grab oh and pull God, focus. No. And I'm like, Jesus. And then, yeah, there's no AD to sit there and push him. And our line producer, I think at that point, just kind of gave up. <laughs> yeah. Like, he was just always on his laptop, and, you know, he'd be all like, okay, well, you know, it is what it is. I just got to make sure the money <laughs> oh goes in the right God, place. No. Yeah, so we had See, that. See, that takes the whole, like, filmmaking aspect storytelling out of it oh yeah definitely which like freaking like get out of here like you know that's not why we're there yeah exactly and the thing is you know we're we're all professionals and we're all trying to get our job done but when you guys are stalling a production technically we're not doing our job yeah and then it makes it look like on the producers that we're not doing our job Mm -hmm. but it was just that one person and like you know not having ad to keep things on track just makes everyone looks like they're doing fucking doesn't hire that's like the number that's like the number one oh yeah and then the first thing the producer says the wardrobe we have a script yeah. Let's get a first AD to schedule this thing. Yeah. Well, even the wardrobe girl, too, on top of it, too, she was actually uh, a union wardrobe person. And I guess she, and she needed, was on that set. She was on that set. And immediately she said they need an AD bad. Like that was the first peep. And I was like, everyone's thinking that, too. But yeah. like, you know, the out of townies are just kind of like, you know. Yeah, we film like this all the time. Like, oh and then God. like, I'm just like <laughs> that fixes everything. Yeah, I was like, oh, how does even like a film get complete? And you know, in your country, like, like you know, you guys are running 18 hour sets every day. Like, Jesus, and not have a turnaround, a proper turnaround. No, like Which people have of, died from. By the way, yeah, like I was falling asleep. Oh my God! And the worst part it. is when I got out around midnight because you know sound would probably wrap a lot faster than everybody. Yeah, Charles was still there, and it's midnight already. So I'm assuming it was, what, maybe 1, 2 o'clock in the morning that you actually got everything packed up and then another hour to get to wherever you live? Mm. Yeah. Another hour to drop the truck off and then get to where we lived. Oh, Oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah, I remember that now, too. They had to drop the truck off at a certain location. Mm -hmm. Every single, was each day a different location? Yeah, that's how how it works. Whenever, in in some productions, low-budget productions, uh, for lighting, sometimes a person has to pick up the lighting van or truck. Draw from a location, drive it to the shooting location, yeah. 
Um, but and then they'd have much, to return it. They every would have single to return day? it. Yes, every single day. I've There's never a, I've, that. so many sad stories on this. Oh yeah. <laughs> I worked on a feature, 30 day feature, um, where I, I it was my job to do that, and I had to park it at the producer's house every day. And one day I hit the producer's house. Um, but he didn't don't, care. Don't he say money. too much on this because you might want to save it. For want to save it. Oh, this, yeah, yeah. Oh, this, oh yes. <laughs> this, this would be like a whole hour. But yes. Um, but yeah, so fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> you have to calculate. That's the thing. Like, whenever you work, uh, when for any producers out there, literally, if you find someone to drive a vehicle, please think of them driving to the place to drop it off and home. Mainly, like Hootie said, think of them passing out the bloody wheel because that did happen. To, that's happened multiple, yeah. multiple times. times. Yes. It's happened to me. It's happened to everyone here. That's the worst, scariest thing ever is driving with freaking thousands of dollars of gear in the back of a, a large Not even vehicle. thousands, like tens of thousands. Yeah, tens of yeah. thousands of, yeah, like seriously, like $200,000 worth of like lighting gear behind this like five-ton truck and you're sitting there passing out and, you know, could endanger someone and anyone else. And yourself. And yourself, <laughs> Yeah, yes. you, yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Um, plus Murphy's Law. <laughs> oh, yeah. It applies to, I think it was invented on set. <laughs> um, <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Revamped yeah. on set. <laughs> but, yeah, no, like, that that set, like, oh, my God, the 18 hours is just horrible. Then we Panda Express every day. And then I don't know where the locations they got, but I remember half the time, like, we would have to work around the people that were in there. Like, we had an office building. And there was people. Oh, it was still, like, it, yeah, was, running? Yeah. Oh, and, my God. Yeah. That's a pain in the ass. Oh, yeah. it's for sound. Sound. It's like, we can't tell them to be quiet because they're so still working. Weird. Yeah. It's so weird. Yeah, it's, like, the weirdest thing ever. It's like, why don't we just film, like, in a freaking, like, <laughs> proper area where right. we tell them to leave for a day or whatever? Yeah, it doesn't make pay, any that's sense. <laughs> yeah, and then like honestly, you know, uh, what was it? We had to work around that. Then whoever they got as background actors off like backstage or something, I was like, they must have been free or something. Because like <laughs> they had one part where the guy's walking down and he's just supposed to be like a background filler guy, and all of a sudden you just see him turn and he looks in the camera, and goes, and then he like, looks walks, at the camera. Yeah, looks into the camera and goes. Oh and then walks God. through the door, oh. and then they eventually had. Oh, wait, go- Pe- people can't see what you're doing. They, he does. He did a hair flip. Is that? He did a hair flip. It like, looked very gay to me. <laughs> he was very flamboyant. He was okay. just like, "Well, this is my 15 minutes of fame." Oh God, no! And then he goes in through the door, and eventually no. people caught on. They're like, "Can you please not do <laughs> because that?" Because it wasn't a script. Yeah, and then like he would skip it every other one. So it'd be like, oh. "Find the first one," then all of a sudden, Dude. going oh. through the door, and I'm, I'm so like, "Sorry, your job is just to walk." Go through the door yeah. and that's it. Like yeah. you are not the star of this show. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Extras. Yeah. And then, extras. Yeah. And that's the thing is, and I remember they even got you know what some um, actor to come in and play as the guy's boss or whatever. And I guess like he was very very mechanical. And like halfway through the filming, like he would be a hi. How are you? <laughs> oh, and, and we're just like, and we're just like, oh my god! And then like all of a sudden, like even the DP at one part like turns and looks at like everybody else. Dude, but what did the director do? That's his job to like fix the freaking. So yeah, so then all of a sudden the director and the DP are talking for over an hour, and then they come back and they're like, guys, we're gonna come back to this scene and this and this no. and that. So all oh, of a sudden no. they pull the guy out that they hired and they said, sorry, you're fired. <gasps> So I'm guessing yeah, they, they, pay, didn't they have paid auditions. them. They paid them, but they were just like, "We're not using your." Oh parts. my god! Yeah, and it was just like, and like three hours for lighting for that scene. Sorry. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> that, that's like I said, the whole process. You already know how it went. It was just backwards, <laughs> and then two more hours to light, or you know, for a camera to get like 
rehearsal up, see what angles they want to go. Okay, and they, that shouldn't take two fucking hours. Well, it did on this set. And then on top of two... 45 minutes into the shoot to figure out this isn't the right guy. And, like, I don't know why they didn't audition him beforehand. So, like, basically we lost, like, five hours just on something we were throwing out. See, everyone who is listening now knows exactly what you're talking about, which is sad, which we need to change, people. Yeah. It's not that difficult to do the right thing. Just to do your fucking job. It's not hard. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> they're being paid for it. That's what it is. Yeah, exactly. uh, yeah. they're being paid for it. I, I think I was doing the right thing. I, that production wasn't doing the right thing. <laughs> but yeah, like oh even then, God. it was just like you know, uh, every day long hours, and then like Panda Express on top of that for every day for lunch. Woo. Yeah, and then like even half the time, like I, you know, like three days in the shoot, I'm like, I don't want any more food. I just want to shoot this and go. Like I don't want to be here anymore. Yeah. And then like you know, literally later on down the line. Uh, you know, we had more atrocities. Like, remember we went, went and rented out, I guess it was a restaurant. Or I think you were probably not on that shoot at that point. <laughs> he quit. Uh, I, I, I don't I blame quit. him. I, no, I, no, 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 no. Were we, was it in Hollywood? It was in Western? Hollywood. Was yeah. it Western? Yeah. Yep, I remember. Oh, I really remember that. Day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, basically, uh, what was it? You know, yeah, we, we ran out this restaurant. I don't know where they got this guy's number. And then he agreed to the price. And we go, we shoot there. And then, like, you know. Did get... they close it down for you? Oh, they closed it Because I was working on a set where they didn't. And it was so much fun. I, I've been there, even in a bar shoot, where, like, they didn't close the bar and down. I, People I were getting sound. drunk and, and rowdy. Was, yeah. You know you know how loud kitchens are, even when no one's working? Mm-hmm. It fucking sucks. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Or it's supposed to be a scene where there's no kitchen, and then you just hear yeah. 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 It's all There is no kitchen. Yeah. Burgers clean, up, clean, guys. Clean. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Good luck in post with that one. Yeah. Also, I charge for ADR. <laughs> and um, on top of it, too, uh, what was it? You know, we go, we do the shoot there. Everything went fine. You know, little bugs here and there. Then we're leaving, and then all of a sudden, the guy, the guy starts throwing a fit going, you know, honestly, my wife's yelling at me, and she said I charge you guys for too low. And we're just like, you agreed upon this. You even signed a contract. And he's like, yeah, we want more. And he goes, plus what? you guys damaged our building. Yeah, I remember and that. And then like, we're just all like, okay. And then he shows like some mark in the wall or something like that. And then luckily we had someone smart enough to go around and taking pictures of the set beforehand. Wow. And it showed, what was it? That, that, that it mark, was there. it was already there. Oh, shit. He got caught. Yeah. And then he was just like, well, uh, and then he's uh, like, but we just need more money out of you Onto the next one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, blame the wife. My wife <laughs> told me to speak. Oh, yeah. And then like, you know, then that was later on we had a company move and it took people three hours to get to the company move. I don't know I why. I hate company oh, no. moves, man. Check it out. They don't know LA traffic. So like every oh, time no. they would plan it out, they're like, oh, no. we're going to do a company move at two o'clock in the afternoon. Right in the high time of like, yeah. So like basically, Dude. yeah, I was just like, holy crap. And then, you know, I'm, I'm stuck like, you know, sitting in traffic watching the parking lot. And then like, you know, <laughs> finally show up to set like two hours later. And then, you know, I'm just like, holy crap. Like, what did I get myself into? And that's the thing you're always going to come across is like, you know, uh, uh, you learn from the sets you shoot on. Oh, yeah. 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 You learn but from, the, but like... But the problem is, like, the most important people who run these sets don't learn from their mistakes. So it keeps happening over and over Sometimes again. they do, sometimes they don't. Sometimes yeah. it might be someone in the background that might be, you know, the reason why that, you know, the set's running behind. Yeah. Versus, like, you know, maybe the director you really like, but he doesn't push. 
That's the thing. Or doesn't direct, which I've yeah, seen directors. I've they seen that don't before. Direct. I have even seen directors walk off set and take a personal call in the middle of a scene. Yeah, that's. F- I I, oh, I yeah. have a story for that. Not not a director, but a producer. Yeah. Yeah. Who yelled at me for no reason because <laughs> yeah. I was doing my job. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. But, yeah. So what was it? Uh, then he wanted more money out of us and we're just like, okay, whatever. Oh, man. And then on top of it too, we go to the next location three hours later. And luckily this is already the last day. We're already like. Last ev- days feel so good. Don't oh, they? Yeah, You're like, they I'm do. fucking never seeing you. Yeah. And then the worst part is like everybody on crew have already gone through every YouTube video and Instagram thing because like we ran so far behind that everyone was just on their phones for hours. Oh my. The, like we, passing we, the time? Oh yeah. We probably oh. spent more time on the internet than we did behind the <laughs> lens. You know what I mean? Wow. And yeah. And I was just like, uh, I don't know. Like, uh, and the worst part is like. There was an agreed day rate, but I was like, at this point, I was like, screw that. That's for 10 hours. And at least later on, the, the line producer said, like, you know, honestly, guys, book your overtime. This is ridiculous. So uh, what was it? Um, come later on down the line, uh, what was it? We're at uh, shooting out in Burbank now. And the worst part is they're like, we've got to do an external scene at night. So we're out, you know. Exterior? Exterior, yeah. yeah. And basically we're out there. And we're near Burbank Airport, so there's airplanes flying by. Well, anywhere in Burbank, you yeah. can hear those airplanes. Yeah, well, you know, the, the, <laughs> it's, it's a flight bad. path, and yeah. there's an airport nearby. Yeah. And so then they thought it was a great idea to be out there shooting. And I go, of course, looking at them. I'm like, do you guys have permits? And they're like, no, we don't. What is a permit? I exactly. Don't know what that is. And I'm like, Hollywood, you can get away with that. But I'm like, uh, we're in. Um, I mean, sometimes, but I yeah. mean, like, you're in Burbank. Those yeah, guys have those cops n- are assholes. Oh, yeah, they have yeah, nothing yeah. better to do. Yeah. I've even seen yeah. one where like we laid the tracks down on the sidewalk. Yeah, and they immediately like drove up and said, "Where's yeah. your guys' permit?" And yeah, and sometimes they will not leave until they see you drive off. Oh yeah, no, permit. they'll hang around. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. So then I'm just like sitting there, I'm just sweating, and I'm like, "Well, this is my own personal equipment." Now I'm out oh, there shit. filming out in the you know night, and then of yeah. course on top of it too, like I'm trying to get the best place to boom. Yeah. The girls walking down the street, and they don't want to do. Uh, uh, they want to do a continuous shot. Is it all dialogue? All dialogue. Oh, fuck. Continuous shot. Fuck. Yeah, no cuts in between. And then on top of it, too, like, I'm booming from up. And then it's a night shot. So there's someone walking with the lights, holding it up. With a huge up. Zeppelin on and everything. And like oh, you're, everything. You're yeah, dead yeah. Cat. Yeah, yeah. So they had the lights and everything. And then they're doing uh, steady cam. And then I'm trying to boom. And, of course, it's causing shadow. Yeah. So then I have to boom from under. So, yeah. Airport, yeah. Yeah. So you just hear nothing but airplanes coming by. Oh, my God. And then on top of it, too, since we're on Burbank Boulevard, we got people uh, basically, like, honking and screaming at us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dude, we need another set story with, like, filming on the street for sound because it sucks. Yeah. And then, like, people are like, hey, and holding on their horns. Yeah, they honk on purpose. And it it was about 7 o'clock at night, so it was, like, high traffic hours. Like, everyone's going home. Did you love her up? Oh, yeah, everyone was lobbed up okay. and, like, boomed and everything. But still. But still, it's yeah, like, you yeah, know, it you. was so loud, you just couldn't get rid of all that stuff. Yeah. And, like, people would hold their horns down. That's something you just definitely can't get out of, you it's, know. It's out of your hands, yeah. Yeah. And the fact that they just wanted to do a continuous shot, no cuts, no coverage, nothing like that, yeah. and just walk back. And then, like, I think we went over that scene, like, I want to say, like, 12 times. And oh, poor dude, your arms must be like, oh, it, it was done. By the end of the day. And the worst part is we're walking <laughs> backwards sucks. and like no one's like even really spotting us. And then I remember even at one part, the lighting guy fell into like, you know, one of those plant pothole things that are on the side of the curb. 
And yeah, and then like the worst part is nothing was steady. It's like maybe the steady cam was, but the lighting shaking going back, the boom shaking See, because dude, I'm like the fully first thing we learn out. in film school is safety, and that just goes out the fucking window when we have to like hurry up. There's no permit. We gotta do. I'm like, dude, yeah. pe- people can seri- sets are so fucking dangerous. You have. Oh I've, yeah. I've almost been hit by a light. Well, even <laughs> like an inch from my face. Oh, you're gonna get kicked. There, there, there's another podcast for that. But yeah. Anyway, yeah. Well, even then, I almost on another set a few weeks ago almost got hit by a bus. Too. Ooh, yeah. No, no, no. So check it out. Same thing scenario. Walking backwards, steady cam up. You know, trying to boom. It was during a shot. Yeah, we're in downtown LA, like uh, by Wilshire or something like that. Wilshire, yeah. Yeah, and then when we're walking backwards, there's really no room for me to go. And then she's walking across, and some dude defecated on the curb, so we got to avoid that too. <laughs> and then like we're just like, holy crap! And then on top of it, while I'm walking backwards. You know, trying to get the best angle. Yeah. And then they're moving pretty fast because, you know, it's a steady cam operator. You yeah. don't have to worry. Uh, you know, he doesn't really have to yeah. worry about that. And it, only the focus pull. Yeah. Going backwards, the XLR cable got caught on the fire hydrant oh, on the side fuck. of the curb and then pulled me towards the side of the fuck, street. Dude. And then a bus is coming in. <gasps> and then luckily, the, uh, what was it, line producer, she was around. So she grabbed me back onto the curb. Oh, my Just God. in seconds. And I was just like. Get out of here. Yeah. Man. And then, like, even the, the actress like, oh, my God, are you okay? And I'm like. Whoa, from the for, actress? That never yeah, happens. yeah. Well, you know, she was just kind of like, you know, if sound dies on this, like, this is probably the end for the day. <laughs> and it was her money, basically. basically yeah. Know? So, oh, man. yeah, that, that, that was like my close call. But, yeah. you know, back to the other story. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and then they were going for a wide shot, too, on that steady cam. So, you know, it was like my arms are hurting, the lighting's off, yeah. I can't get good audio. And then I was just like, at the end of the day, you know, kind of done with the set. And then, like, one of the um, ACs drops on my slate and cracks it in half. Oh. So I wasn't really too happy about that. Oh, and luckily, God. he just handed me the money at the end of the day. And I was okay. like, you know, thank you. Finally, you know, something <laughs> came out of the set positive. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, um, so basically, I remember as soon as they called rap, I packed my crap up, went home. I, I, I did the paperwork, and I was like, you are definitely getting overtime for me. I am not going to sit here and be like, this day rate is suffice for 18 hours. And I remember Matt, uh, whoa, uh, back that up. Uh, the line producer <laughs> yeah, was like, hey, this is really bad, guys. I know uh, that sets are 10 hours max usually. So he said, book your overtime. And I remember uh, Charles did his overtime. I did mine. The make- or The wardrobe girl definitely did hers. Like, she was like, I'm not backing down. And I remember, like, the date comes that they're supposed to pay us. Uh, I I don't receive anything. I'm checking my bank accounts and stuff. I'm like, they have my account number and not seeing anything there. And then I hit up the wardrobe girl. I'm like, did you get paid? She's like, not yet. And then all of a sudden, like, trying to get a hold of this girl, not answering her phone or anything like that. And then eventually- The line producer? Or? Uh, the, the main producer who was okay, investing gotcha. in this project. Okay. And she eventually, uh, what was it, um, you know, reaches out to me. She goes, hey, I know we're stalled up. I got some uh, money frozen right now, and we're trying to get that worked out. Excuses, excuses. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like beating around the bush so that, you yeah, know- 100%, Yeah, 100%. Yeah, because they need to have that all done before even shooting starts. Oh, yeah, Definitely. Yeah. And then what was it later on, like two weeks later from that? So almost a month, she finally pays me. And I remember she reached out. Lucky. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So then all of a sudden I reached the wardrobe girl and then she goes, yeah, I got paid too. And then I reached out to Charles and Charles is like, 
no, I haven't received any. What are you guys any. talking about? Yeah, exactly. Money? Yeah. And, and then the worst oh part God. is, like, you know, for a while, like, me and Charles, you know, we got disconnected because, you know, everyone goes off, does their, their own lives, set yeah. for a while. Yeah. And until we, you know, ran across each other again. Yeah. And, like, luckily he was telling me about, at that time, the set story stuff. And, like, while I was telling that to other sets, like, a lot of people were just like, oh, you know Charles? And, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, like, kind of led us back here to now doing the podcast. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I, Charles, what, tell us about your story on, like, on the payments on that one. Well, how much? Yeah. Yeah. I love you guys. You guys make me the happiest girl. Oh. I mean, boy. No one heard that. We can edit that out. We can edit yeah. that out. Sorry. The truth is going to come out of Charles um, <laughs> sooner or later. You guys are going to get little bits of me. The truth. I was on that show. Mm-hmm. Were you talking about the um, the sidewalk scene in front of that like little studio where yeah. I had to hold that like one by one light panel with the heavy battery yep. on like you get to two. Hollywood oh, yeah. something? Add to Hollywood a light panel. It's a the, a light panel is an LED yeah. light. It's it's fairly light, but with the big battery it can get heavy <laughs> and extended yeah. about six feet in the air using mm-hmm. two uh C stand arms. Yeah. And walking. That was a long take. I remember mm-hmm. that was like that was like 40, 50 yards we were walking. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, my and God. it was almost a full Damn. block. It was. Damn. And I remember like that whole scene could have been shot static literally in front of the bloody thing with basic coverage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they didn't want so coverage. Simple, they just guys. wanted one one take. One it take. Yeah. It could have been Paul Thomas Anderson just uh, on the side. It could have yeah, been creative. Man. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna get into that. Anyways, but <laughs> let's go back to uh-huh. the beginning of that shoot on how we, um, how you experienced that earthquake. So you guys heard oh, John the, the truck. Oh, so yeah. this is like a kind of a rare thing. Like this is the same horror story told from two perspectives. So that was his story of what he went through on the on that shoot. Now here's my story mm-hmm. of what happened on that I'm same ready. shoot. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. So. Prior to um, the the van hitting the roof and causing that earthquake, Charles um, visited. Charles was actually hired as the gaffer on that shoot, um, and he was told months prior. I was told um, that um, I was going to be gaffing in charge of lighting and such. I like that because I do it the right way. I go on location scouts. I talk to the DP and see what you guys need for lights. If the DP isn't there. Um, I'll have them on the phone. If I can't have them on the phone, I'll do my best judgment based off of the looks that they give me, assuming they're going to give me looks of what they would want, <laughs> yeah. like mm-hmm. lighting looks, like once want this look, look this way, blah, 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 blah. And I use my resources and knowledge of lighting and camera position that they want to develop what kind of equipment, lighting equipment is needed, needed mm-hmm. for the scenes yeah. that they want. Yeah. Um, so I had to sell that to the producer who hired me. A day, couple days before we actually do the prep, because I had to prep the lighting package at CineLease, which is a great company. CineLease guys, great gear, great deals, great packages. And um, the producer said that they hired their own. It's the same out of foreign crew. They hired their own gaffer for this. So Mm. I was no longer the gaffer. I was key grip, whatever. Whoa. Yeah. And I was like, but they said I'll still be getting paid, paid the same. Which was a little bit more than the gaffer. So I was like, cool. Oh, okay. I'm like, yeah. you're getting paid more, whatever. Redemption a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, t- yeah it kind of helps when uh, when you get paid more than your boss. Because then when, <laughs> yeah. they yell at, when they yell at you, you're like, it's all good. Cause yeah. Paid more, yeah. Yo. yeah. <laughs> um, so, but of course, we never say that. We never, we tell him that it's it's just something. Anyways. Yeah. So he comes in literally fresh off the plane. He goes to CineLease. And, um, you know, he barely knows English. And so I'm looking, I'm going through the package of what they gave us and I'm checking it like we should. Yeah. And everything's checking out fine. He comes, starts talking about these elaborate setups that we have. 
and uh, we talk about it, and I'm giving my opinion. I'm supposed to be the key grip, so I give my grip opinions on how we can rig the stuff and control light. Um, of course, they're not listening. He wasn't listening. He wants to get more equipment for this setup, which could have been done very, very easy mm-hmm. with the resources we had, but he wanted to ensure that it's really going to happen, or he just wanted to play with the equipment. Um, some people, yeah, you know, like sometimes you, you come across people who they may have the budget and they can have, they can get all the bells and whistles and they like to do that during prep. Right. Just like, well, I have an idea. It's like, no, no, no. You're going to get all this stuff. If they can get away with it, getting more. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And Mm. it's like, no, don't. Unless you have the manpower. Right. Which we did not. Yeah. Yeah. We had our, we had weight. We had, we almost doubled our package when he showed up. Damn. Yeah. Um, and I was like, all right, cool. There's going to be me, you, and maybe someone else. Yeah. All right. Not. And so anyway, so we do all the stuff. We do everything. Cine Lease was incredible. They were very, very helpful. Um, they got us everything. And so we we're like, all right, good. That was solved. We got the gear. Now, how, how are we going to transport? Mind you, I am not the person to be like, how are we going to get this gear to the place? I'm just being courteous and making sure shit goes right because I like the producer. Um, the the producer that hired me, not the main producer. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, so, um, so we meet up with the producer that hired me and the cinematographer, um, and you know, because they came to check out the gear, and of course, the producer came and paid cine lease. So we're up there, and I was like, "All right, guys, we got the gear straight. How are we gonna get this gear?" And they're like, "We need someone to drive it." You know, I'm like, "I'm not gonna drive unless you get more money." Whatever. I can tell that this production was trying to cut money. You know, when whenever you're going into anything, people always. Try to work with what their budget is, but don't be yeah. taken advantage of. It's yeah. a really, really hard yeah, thing. Yeah, it's a fine line. It's a fine line. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to do that for you guys. Whatever. So I offered my help to get them a driver. And they're like, oh, you don't need it. Whatever. And I was like, well, you guys need to. They're like, we'll figure it out. The gaffer walks up and says he can drive it. However, he doesn't have a U.S. ID or driver's license. Oh, oh and man. So, Why would you even volunteer? Why would you volunteer? Exactly. Yeah. And like he wanted, because right. he wanted to... Some, sometimes with some crews out of the country, they're not, they don't have the, uh, the luxury of using our, the yeah, good yeah. equipment. So when they see these brand new equipment, these new lights, these new cameras, blah, 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 they want to use it because in their country, maybe, maybe they don't, they're not as fortunate. Yeah. Um, I get that sometimes and sometimes they tell me and they get excited about these lights that we see like every day or it's the equipment that we see every day. But driving in different countries is a lot different. It's a lot. Yeah. Especially LA drivers. Yeah. Yeah. It's in where we're beasts over here. We don't give a shit about anybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, where is that common sense? Common sense is the first thing that goes away on set. It yeah. goes back to what you said earlier. Yeah. Um, but anyways, um, so at that point, I just left. I literally left, like, if you guys need anything, you have my number. I can get you a driver. You just got to pay him. $50 a day. Goodbye. Like, that will safely get the Which is still pretty gear. low. It's yeah. very low. It's I'm, very low. Yeah, but, like, you know, but, like, you know, it's, we, yeah, we understand. You. It's like, yeah. I know you. I understand yeah. where you're coming from. Mm. Anyways, next, all right, anyways, um, that night, I talked to the producer. I'm like, you guys got a driver. They said, yes. Good. I literally went to sleep right after I texted him that. Call time was 10, 10 o'clock. I'm on the road about like 9.15. I get a text from the producer. Hey, do you know anyone who can drive the van? Oh, no. I, yeah. I, I literally, I didn't, I just didn't answer. No, I wouldn't <laughs> either. <laughs> yeah. I just <laughs> Sorry, man. You had like a week and a day <laughs> yeah. to get this done. Yeah. Wait, so what the fuck happened? We're gonna get to. We're gonna meet up with John. So John was probably having a great morning and all that. No. Oh yeah. So John was doing his thing. I show up to the set, whatever. To the it was a yoga studio, which was actually an apartment. Mm. And um, yeah, so we're waiting. I see everyone come in at call, including John. We're all on time. 
Um, truck isn't there. 10, 10, 05, 10, 10, 10, 15, 10, 20 comes by. We see the van screaming towards us. He turns into the driveway because the driveway was lined up with the, it was like a hallway to the back park, to okay. the back parking okay. lot. Yeah. It was like a roof where you yeah. had to like drive through. Okay. And like he came up really quick. Good morning. He was very rushed. Good morning. The gaffer. I the know per- what's going to happen. The gaffer, the one that does not have a, a, Mar- a U.S. ID or driver's <laughs> license, drives up, looks at me in panic with his drink in his hand. Hi. Looks at the producer, points forward. The producer says, yes, park down there. At that split second, I literally like it was another freeze frame Charles had. <laughs> I had panned over and I I looked at the roof and I panned back over. I looked at the thing and I'm like, maybe. <laughs> then he took off. <laughs> he took maybe. He took off. He went like not like slow, but like fledge. He took off going, and I'm like, he made the first part. Yeah. <laughs> He went past the first, and I'm like, oh, I guess I was wrong. <laughs> and then the producer starts running after him, and like, I'm like, why is the producer running? I'm like, oh, because he knows he's not going to make the second. Maybe not. Maybe yeah. not. Yeah. He hit the first. But um, he went, and he hit the second one, and it was literally like shit in a movie. Like when you yeah. see accidents happen in a movie, it's definitely different when it happens in a movie. When you see a, a van literally take the top off, like get like skimmed <laughs> yeah. off, and like break the fucking... The yeah. roof and like go through and you see it all shake. Oh my God. And then you see a producer puts his head on his hands, his hands <laughs> on his head while running after the van. And you're just sitting there like this all just happened in about 15 seconds. Yeah. Oh my God. And, and the first shot hasn't even been up. Nothing. But, but um, literally right then and there, I, I first saw my future with this production. Oh yeah. And I foresaw the paying situation. I'm like, there goes our freaking getting paid on time ish insurance money. money. Insurance yeah. money. Oh my God. But like all of us getting paid on time? Nope. Not gonna happen. It's gonna be a struggle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah. <laughs> Basically <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah. That was the beginning of the story. Um we'll get to the morals, but yeah, hire the right people for the right stuff. So that shoot, yes, it went by like that. Um more, more on that one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I think moral of the story is the <laughs> pay your people on time. Uh, make and, sure you have a valid driver's like, That's a good uh, part, too. And also, he was, like, mm-hmm. speeding, so that means they were late. Well, th- yeah, he was yeah. late, like, but he was... Don't rush people, never... like, especially with, like, the like anything. Like, yeah, don't, your, your life's not worth calm the set down. sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, like, calm down where it's going to be okay. Like, because if you fucking panic, shit's going to go even more down the drain. Exactly. And so. it, it's, it was literally a domino effect. Like, yeah. literally, when you see bad stuff happen in the beginning of the day, that usually sets the tone. But it yeah. works the other way. If mm-hmm. something good happens, a good vibe, good atmosphere, safety meeting, yeah. good. Yeah. You know, I worked on low-budget stuff, like, with some students, and they had safety meetings, and it went well. Yes. You know? And it's yeah. like, but they just set the tone for that day. Like, really set the tone. Um, the producer definitely kind of no ad but could have kind of set the tone after all that in mm. my opinion they didn't they didn't really handle it professionally like we yeah. should you know what i mean yeah they kind of put the blame game like people the blame game does not work in the film situation like who cares yeah. who the fuck did it yeah. it happened yeah. Yo. Yeah. yeah like it's like okay whoever did it just don't hire them again it's your fault yeah. it was their fault for hiring the wrong person <laughs> right, right. Mm. like people you got to hire skilled people to do the right jobs it pays for in the end like you try to Productions try to cut uh, money and they try to cut 
corners, but they cut the wrong corners. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like one for sure corner you don't want to cut is per people who are responsible for expensive equipment. Right. Yeah. At the very least, like hire someone who doesn't know crap about crafties. If they break a fucking like box of whatever, <laughs> it's X amount of money. Yeah. But if you don't have someone who ever who knows how to drive a truck a certain size through certain ways and knows how to take the certain precautions like the whole roof clearance and does know how to drive it whenever they are rushed which is not being rushed yeah Yeah. you know if you're going to be late you're going to be late take the fall but at least you get the equipment there safe. safely and you as well like the everything like producers that saves time and money which is all you think about hello Mm -hmm. like common common sense like it's going to cost you more in the long run it will absolutely this is like a prime example of like this like they Mm -hmm. tried to save money and in the long run it costs them Mm -hmm. An astronomical amount. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, uh, John, experienced a lot more craziness on that set. I tend to detach myself uh, from that <laughs> set. Yeah. Out of well, yeah. Because I would have to go to the equipment truck to go talk to him. Mm. And, like, for me, you know, sound one man band, I had to be on set all the whole time and yeah. just seeing the whole rodeo and circus act. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, yeah. And hear everything. Oh, yeah. Down. And then the worst part is, like, you know, um, I think what really did me in was that time where, like, they took five hours to light a scene or whatever. They brought in the actor, and it turns out the actor was not for the role. And I was just like, we wasted the half the day Literally, on this yeah. one shot. Yeah. That yeah. like, yeah, the in forty five minutes, you guys figured it out that he wasn't the right actor. And I'm like, and you guys should have brought this guy in for rehearsals, so mm-hmm. you know yeah, or what you're audition. getting. Audition, audition, yeah. yeah. I want to uh, before I forget, I wrote this down. Um, rehearsal, rehearsing, rehearsing. People rehearse your goddamn your scenes. Yeah. The yes. reason why we do rehearsal for a hundred years is so that everyone and the AD is responsible. People yeah. look at what's happening. Like, yes. Call exactly. exactly. every crew. Sometimes yep. sound isn't even told. Rehearsals going. No. Oh yeah. And, and I'm like, what the very fuck, important. guys? Yeah, like, you gotta find I need out. to watch mm-hmm. what yeah. the hell's going on. The focus puller needs to know where to full focus. Yes. The yes. camera operator needs to know where to pan. The the gaffer needs to know where to put a light. The yeah. boom people need to know where to boom from. The blocking the, everything. Lot, blocking every like so much so many questions. Questions and so much time is saved whenever doing rehearsal. Yeah. Right. That also goes for pre-production when prepping for it. That person wouldn't have got hired had yeah. they yeah. would have rehearsed them, yeah. and then they wouldn't have saved all that time. Exactly. You and know, then, the best yeah. pre-production makes the best production, and that makes it usually. And, and the, the worst post. part about it too is, you know, at least they paid the person. But now I'm like, you paid someone who showed up and didn't. Do their job, or but fit dude, the obviously role. we're not in it for the money. Well, no, <laughs> no, no. I'm, I'm just like saying, but I'm like, whatever. They could have I mean, money saved, isn't everything yeah, in our. They could have saved that money to buy, yeah, something than yeah. you know. Uh, was it Panda Express for yeah, the crew? Yeah, more than, yeah, Yeah, I gotcha. and at least drive morale yeah. up. And I remember yeah, yeah. the makeup artist, she was not having it. Like, she hated <laughs> Panda Express, and every day was Panda Express. That, did they even ask for, like, nutrition? Like, people sometimes oh, no, don't No, 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 they just, like, kind of, you know, even at one that's part. A, that's illegal. We had pizza and tacos sick. at one point. What? But, yeah, they just, I don't know why. Like, she got tacos <laughs> and pizza on top of it. Um, yeah. You talked about being against the law. I want to touch really quick on this story. I would like to end on on this story of a huge lesson that I learned that everybody really needs to know yeah. and be educated and mm-hmm. be info info informed <laughs> informed. Yeah, I was trying to give a creative, funny way to say <laughs> it. Informed. I can't talk. Yeah. Um, the um, I didn't get paid. For, it took about almost a year for that that production to pay me. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't the only one. But what I did learn was that the um. Um, oh my God, the labor board really does work. And not many people, uh, in my experience, 
know of the labor board, people like, that I mean, are coming I in. Have, I have no idea. Oh, perfect. Because I haven't been I've heard it, but I heard it's before. like sometimes not worth it. Yeah. It's it's worth it. It's worth it. The thing is, you do have to wait a while. They do yeah. take uh, months to get back to you on your issue, yeah. but keep everything, no matter what. Like, I just actually encourage me to get contracts for whatever I do, but call sheets will work well. Keep emails. Oh, yeah. don't, keep emails. Don't oh, yeah. delete the emails. That's like sometimes your only proof mm-hmm. of communication. It is. Yeah. I, I had yeah. to print out emails. I, I got everything on them, and um, sent it in. It was all professional, literally. It's nothing but sent it in to them, fill out a claim, they get back to you um, with solutions, basically yeah. solutions and education. They were very helpful on the phone. Yeah, you talk to someone on the phone, like, holy shit. Wow. They're dealing with pe- a lot of people, so they'll get to you. But when they yeah. do, they're very, very helpful. And they do explain how they do get to these people who don't pay. And it's not only for the film industry. It's for, like, independent contractors in general it's, mm-hmm. and immigration. You know what I mean? Like, there's people out there looking out for people who are, like, who sign little contracts, independent contractors, to make sure that they get paid. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, so labor board, y'all. Awesome. That's good info. I really didn't know that. Or, like, I've been told, like, it's not worth it. Like, only if you're union, like, you know, because you're protected. But Yeah. Or even then, like, are, I heard, like, like, don't have the 200 hours yet. Yeah, or I heard, like, you know, horror stories of people, like, going after the supposed production company yeah. and, and it, it doesn't exist. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, because yeah. 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 it's, it's a still, scam, what, all that. So, oh, yeah. They, they go after, from what I understand, they go after the producer, the executive producer, yeah. the yeah. person in one of paying. Right, right. Yeah. They're, so, the, they're yeah. the bosses of the production. Yeah. yeah. So regardless of what happened to the production, because the production wasn't around whenever I got paid, but yeah. they still knew the person's information and all that. It's like, bro, like people can find you. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. and yeah. the way they do it, the way the labor board does it is kind of sneaky, but it's very understandable. They basically make it hard for the person to own anything. Yeah. So it's like, oh, you can't because, and the thing is, you get, they pay you, um, they make sure that if they don't, if you don't come to an agreement with the person, then by law, they are allowed to charge the person um, more money, like three times oh, the daily wow. rate. Yeah, so you get paid more. You get paid every day that what? you did not get paid. What? Yeah, and like they calculated it out, and it was like fourteen grand, and it was like all le- like they had what a doctor. Yours? Yeah, for mine, Jesus for like Christ. yeah, because it was like well, you the overtime and like I got I had I got tickets my vehicle got almost got towed. That's why at the restaurant, oh, I was gotcha. like, that's why my eyes got what? big because I remember my vehicle, <laughs> uh, I parked somewhere and I helped them do lighting and there was no parking instructions and the gate wasn't open where we were supposed to park and I got there on time and the gate was not open until yeah, like 30 that. minutes afterwards and I went in there and this, the gaffer was like, light, light everything, rush, rush, rush. Literally, <laughs> 20 minutes later, I go out, my truck is oh, on no. the tow thing and yeah. I'm like, don't move. The producer's coming out now. Yeah. yeah. I go, I grab oh a producer, and like we're sitting there like idiots. And the guy's like with his clipboard, he's like, All right, I'm ready to take payment, or I gotta go in five minutes. And like the producer, yeah, the good producer was there. Um, I was there, and maybe like someone else. And like I was looking down the line, I'm like waiting. Two hundred thirty seven dollars. I'm like, eh. and he's like, yeah. I gotta go. Someone's gotta pay. Damn. And I'm just wow. like, and literally, and like I look at the producer that we like, yeah, and he was like, and he talked to the producer that we don't like, yeah, yeah. and he looked at me and he was like, yeah, 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 take, we'll take care of it, and like kind of walk, they, you know, they kind of see that's the first away. time I'm hearing about this, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, you were, yeah, I wasn't out there when oh, that that drama went God. down. But. It was, I was literally parked for literally like ten minutes. I looked, I was, and it said no parking from like eight to ten. It was seven fifty. Yeah, it was seven fifty. I parked there. And I go to find parking, you and they still got freaking me. Freaking L.A., you know? man. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, you don't mess around with that. And I remember even. When we were moving the equipment truck into that back of that restaurant, 
the the owner freaked out and he's like, I didn't expect you guys to have an equipment truck and this. He goes, I what? thought it was like a student film and it turned Still, out. Still, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, we're like, we warned you that we were going to park vehicles oh, here and unload equipment. And then like he just started flipping out and then that's when he wanted more money for it too. Mm. That was one of his pet that's, peeves that's that he all, was just like, I need, I need money out of this. That was pre-pro. bad pre-production then. Oh, that's always like that yeah, though. Yeah, you guys need to make sure that like, people think call sheets are just like, the names and like what we're shooting. It's oh, yeah. a lot much more than that. Like yeah. parking and like oh, it, you have parking, to care about your parking guys. Parking like, is on. number one. Like yeah. even I just recently had a shoot this weekend where like they put it out in Hollywood and the worst part is no one checked parking and where you can park is from eight AM to eight PM for two hours only. Mm. Then there's no parking on the street from eight PM to eight AM the next day. Yeah. Yeah, well, those are like did... the shithole. <laughs> well, yeah. I know, and then yeah. I was just like, and then they were just like, go get a parking uh, pass from like you know like one of these parking lots, and I'm like, it's twenty five bucks. Yeah, just park around. Well, here do you remember that that film that we did um, with the the one that was at first AD, the the last film that we did together? With yeah, Sabrina. Shout out to Sabrina. She's an awesome producer. Oh, we she gave us like parking permits. So she had it covered. Like if yeah. we needed to park, it was in Pasadena. So Pasadena's kind of yeah, they're kind of scary. Iffy. On, yeah, yeah they're, you cannot park yeah. overnight anywhere. But the executive producer slash creator of the film that we were doing, right. she gave us all parking passes. Yeah. for Bless the her. day. Yeah, like way ahead of time, and she remembered it was awesome. Which leaves us a peace of mind, so we could do our fucking job. I don't yeah. want to worry about my car. Exactly. That's like the least thing I want to worry about. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, so basically, yeah, t- basically, I would say parking is number one. Take care of all yeah. that, and yeah, it's most important. Like, yeah. you know, you don't want to lose your day rate for your parking ticket. <laughs> yeah, oh, or yeah. like also worrying about like people have to park. It's going to take them twenty minutes to walk back, and then they're late for the call time. Yeah, whose fault is that? Like yeah. location, lo- location, location, location. Anyway, definitely whose fault. Pointing fingers. But yeah. uh, <laughs> it looks like we're running out of time here, guys. Uh, Charles, did you want to end up? Uh, oh man, I had so much. That's gonna be for the last, uh, the next podcast. But right. yeah. I do want to give a special shout out to this young man who is an awesome filmmaker, who is mm-hmm. a friend of uh, Charles and I. I'm trying to use my special English, <laughs> me and Charles. No, um, Charles and I. Charles and I. Yeah. Uh, Harris Smith. He's an awesome guy. He does everything in film. He does like gaffing, Best Boy Electric, like Key Grip, everything like that. He's awesome. He even plays an, a really good uh, bikini model in, in movies. Oh, I have oh, to wow. see that. Yeah. You or maybe that I have. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, makeup does wonderful jobs. But without <laughs> without Harris, we wouldn't be here um, simply because he introduced me to Charles, and Charles already had the set stories, which give the, give them the website. What's Setstories.com. Dot com. S-E-T. S T O R I E S dot com. Yep. That's it. One word, right? One word. So check that out. We have. Two videos on right now, and this podcast, of course, yeah. is going to become more available. Yeah, if mm-hmm. you guys listen, which is awesome. And more stories are coming. So I just want to give a special shout out to Harris because without his introduction to Charles, I would have never had come up with this this idea, and we wouldn't be here right now. So yeah, I want to say thank you guys. Yeah, yeah and we're you. always looking for more stories, people. So yeah. uh, please. God, we, have, we need more stories. Do There's you have a contact on the uh, website for they, any they, they stories? Can, they can contact through my email. We'll put it on the website oh, yes. and yeah. like that. And, um, we're still developing yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. This is, and we I want to thank the crew here today. Yeah, we all mean, come on, we're filmmakers. We want to thank these lovely gentlemen who are helping mm-hmm. with the camera and the social media and everything. And Jonathan, for using your wonderful 
mics, yeah, yeah. and uh, studio. Jonathan, so set awesome. story, Scott. <laughs> yes! <laughs> you be getting them, boy. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I guess that wraps it up for us today, yes. right? Yeah, it does. Um, right. Yeah, if you got anybody, companies out there, they want any ads. Um, if there's one, if anybody want any advertisement on this podcast. We will uh, give we, a shout out. We give a yeah. shout out. Uh, if you have any deals going on, we have uh, followers uh, via Instagram, Facebook, and we're hoping to get more followers. Yeah. But lots yeah. of people are going to be listening. So Any spots you guys have, we'll, we'll yeah. be more than glad to advertise oh, for yeah. you. Yeah, the crazier the set stories is, the better. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, do I do have time to give a little sound bit for two companies I did? Go ahead. All right. Um, do it. Real quick, um, Evidence Camera, uh, Evidence Film Studios, uh, my buddy Joel, um, I, I, he, he gave me a chance to kind of work out of his camera house for a little bit unpaid. Um, he has some of the best uh, professional camera equipment and uh, studios, um, studio space that I've worked at and, um, and uh, been worked out of, worked at and worked out of. Um, I did um, a couple shoots there. His studio is incredible. Camera gear is great, and uh, rates are extremely affordable. And um, the kicker, the kicker. This is what what got me really excited about his um, about his establishment. That he um, he put a coffee shop on his property for productions. <laughs> nice to to uh, you know if you have a produ- production, you can go there with the cameras. You can use your studio space or psych wall or green screen. And you can also get coffee. Wow. Oh, nice. Mugshot, yes. Um, Mugshot, um, it's a coffee place, I believe. It's uh, Mugshot uh, Coffee ro- Roasters. Um, Mugshot Coffee Roasters. Are they, is, is, he, is he in L.A.? He is in L.A. Nice. He is located uh, near Echo Park in the Echo Park area. Oh, cool. Uh, Joel, he is, uh, he's, one of, he's one of my good buddies. And he's an SOC cinematographer. Gives me encouragement to continue uh, shooting. Um, and also a little shout-out to uh, the company... That actually, um, I love the company who had a lot of faith in me and doing set stories and in, and um, in general my in my career. Uh, my buddy uh, Pablo at Lighted Up uh, LA, he has his own uh, lighting company, incredible equipment, great trucks. Um, he provides uh, great professional crews for any of uh, any of the shoots um, that you guys, uh, any producers or productions may need. He's uh, I've been working with them for years, and out of all the lighting companies that I have worked for, he's been the most um, uh, most cooperative one and uh, best person I I've worked with and seen him work with people and giving them deals. So yeah, light it up LA. Um, just you know, little shout out to them and yeah, check them out. Light it nice. up LA dot com. Okay. Evidence thanks. Film yeah. Studios well, Thanks for tuning in. Thanks I guess for that, listening, yeah, guys. Uh, this I guess wraps it up for the first episode of the oh, Set, Set Stories, Stories podcast. Podcast. Yeah. Oh, All, right. All right. Thanks, thank you guys. guys.